Listen, all you New Yorkers. You Taxi. Okay, we're looking around. This is the 77 WABC minicast. With us today is Senator Tom Cotton from the great state of Arkansas. And he uh, is uh, very upset about certain things that are going on in our country, in, in the world. And uh, he wants to hold people accountable, which is the right thing to do. Uh, Senator Cotton, uh, uh, the border, first of all. You're in Arkansas. Uh, you're, 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 that's your home state. Uh, you're pretty close to that border through Texas. Uh, uh, what's going on over there? Hey, John, it's good to be on with you. The border is a total crisis. Uh, just last month, we had more than 300,000 people cross our border. To give you a sense of scale, John, that would be, if annualized down over a 12-month period, more than the entire state of Arkansas. And you said, we're very close to the border. Uh, all those drug traffickers just drive straight up I-30 from Dallas into Arkansas with fentanyl and heroin that are going to poison our kids. But when you have 300,000 people crossing a year, John, every state is a border state. Every state is struggling with the opioid epidemic that's killing more than 100,000 Americans each year. They're struggling with the strain that so many illegal migrants put on public health care systems and housing and schools and, and so on and so forth. And this is all Joe Biden's doing. Uh, our border was totally, totally under control when Donald Trump left office. Joe Biden made a choice to open up our border. And now he says he needs Congress to act to close our border and help secure it. He doesn't need Congress to act. We, I would like to act if we can take action that will constrain him and limit his discretion and force him to close the border. But he has it in his power to act. And it would probably help if he would take action showing some good faith that he understands the crisis he has created. You're absolutely correct. Uh, he, I hate to blame any president, but he is to blame on this one. He he's created that problem, and uh, the people of the United States are suffering. And I understand there are uh, uh, how you how soldier aged people coming through the borders, that the th oh, no, thousands no, of yeah. them. Now these could thousands be and thousands. future terrorists. And and Christopher Ray, the FBI director, has pressed the red button and said, "We're in danger." And it's just a matter of time when somebody's going to press the button and we're going to have another major uh, problem. I live in New York, so we're always the target, but uh, it could be anywhere in the country. Sure, John. And, you know, that, that's the thing that people should know about our border. It's not just a, a bunch of young Mexican men or Central American men coming here who want to you know, get a job in this country. You have people from all around the world, to include the Middle East, to include countries that have very severe problems with terrorism. You know, just at the end of last year, there were reports, which the administration confirmed, of several Uzbek men who transited through Turkey with the help of an ISIS facilitator who got to our border. Just last week, uh, a Somali man who was known on the terrorist watch list was arrested, even though he had been released in the country over a year ago. I mean, we have no clue who's crossed into our country and what kind of harm they may intend for Americans to say nothing, again, of the fentanyl, almost all of which comes from the Mexican border and is killing more than 100,000 Americans a year. And uh, one, uh, one of our, uh, at WABC, one of our hosts, uh, his sister's son died of fentanyl last Saturday night. And it's just, it hits close to home to a lot of people, and it's, it's very sad. Now, overseas— 
I mean, Secretary Gates at one time said that President Biden has not made the right uh, international foreign policy decision in 40 years. I mean, it's, it's a mess. We, we got how many countries are involved shooting at each other? Uh, and, uh, uh, and and the Red Sea and and Suez Canal and what they managed to do price of oil was down to sixty nine dollars. Well, it's back up to seventy nine dollars and and you know, you know for a ten dollars difference in the price of world oil is a billion dollars a day. And who who gets the money? Tell us about your vision of what the heck is going on uh, during you know our quasi world war right now. Yeah, John, the, the only thing I would say to correct or, or modify Secretary Gates' observation about Joe Biden is it happened 10 years ago, so now we can make it 50 years in which he's been wrong on nearly every major national security foreign policy question of his public life. Um, all of the chaos and war you see around the world is a direct resor- result of Joe Biden's weakness and, and his appeasement uh, of our enemies. Look what happened in Afghanistan in his first year in office. We didn't just lose Afghanistan disgracefully, but it signaled to people like Vladimir Putin or the Ayatollahs in Iran that they could push around this president, that Uncle Sam had a kick me sign on his back. It's not a coincidence that Vladimir Putin began to marshal troops on Ukraine's border just a few weeks after the collapse of Kabul. And then after he invaded Ukraine, President Biden has pussyfooted around for two years, not providing Ukraine with the kinds of weapons they need and the quantities they need to actually succeed, as opposed to just barely avoid losing. And of course, as you said, in the Middle East, not just since the October 7th atrocities, but since the very beginning of the Biden administration, Iran and its terrorist forces throughout the region have been trying to kill Americans, and we barely responded. And we, we do respond. We usually shoot a bunch of empty buildings in the middle of the desert. And what do we have now? The situation where we've had three brave American soldiers killed and dozens wounded, many in critical condition. Again, all as a result of Joe Biden's weakness. I see, Senator, I, I've been in politics for 50 years. I've been, and I can't believe, I mean, Joe, Senator, you know, President Biden is at the new low of acceptance. I don't know who is saying, yes, I'm going to vote for him. I, I, I can't phantom it. I mean, uh, I believe uh, last week, uh, last week, Senator, uh, there was a joint thing about uh, banning certain batteries from for electric cars in, in China by both Democrats and Republicans. And Joe Biden vetoes the bill, I heard. Sure. I mean, and Joe Biden makes Jimmy Carter look like Ronald Reagan on the world stage. And I suspect he's going to make him look like uh, Ronald Reagan when it comes to uh, to the election this fall as well. Uh, the president is unpopular for a reason. His policies have failed. His leadership has failed. And that's why the American people are ready to turn him out of office and elect a Republican. I believe that'll be Donald Trump, who I've, I've endorsed. But they definitely, they definitely are tired of Joe Biden and want to change in course. Um, what else? You know, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. What else bothers you? We talked about the international war problems that we're having. We talked about our borders. Uh, I mean, our education system is under attack. What do you what say you about yeah, that? By a, by, a, by a bunch of left-wing radicals who don't want to teach children how to be good citizens and good Americans, but rather tear down the foundations of America from within, something that Joe Biden has aided and abetted through his 
appointments to his Department of Education and Department of Justice, and that Democrats across the country are advocating as well. Uh, what else? We got a minute left. Anything else bothers you? I mean, I'm sure there's well, a lot of stuff, but what's the. Get everything off my chest. chest you got to get it off your chest <laughs> Sunday morning. John, but no, I mean, at every, at every turn, Joe Biden has lowered the quality of life and uh, standards of living for working American families. Inflation is still too high. People can't afford groceries and rent. Crime is increasing. They're worried about their kids walking down the street. Our border is wide open. The world is in flames. At every turn, you can trace these uh, uh, calamities back to Joe Biden's decisions. This is not something that just happened to Joe Biden and he had bad luck. This is something that he actively caused, and that's why the American people are ready to turn him out of office. I agree with you, Senator, 100 percent. He made poor people poorer. He made the middle class poorer. Interest rates uh, are still very— High and and uh, and uh, gasoline. I mean, everybody buys gasoline every day. Well, Senator Cotton, thank you so much for reporting in from the great state of Arkansas. I love Arkansas; it's a great state, and uh, I have many friends there, as you know. And um, uh, we'll talk again real soon. All right, great. Thank you, John. Thank you, Senator. Okay.